Welcome to the Chicago Golf Report Podcast, brought to you by ChicagoGolfReport.com, covering everything golf in Chicago. Our guest today is professional golfer and performance coach Andrew Parr. In this episode, we'll talk about how meditating with a new product called Muse can improve your golf game. You can learn more at ChooseMuse.com. The golf business itself, I guess, for me was always just playing golf. So um, I grew up, um, I guess, always sort of admiring golf pros, you know, Freddie Couples and Greg Norman, and obviously Tiger Woods was a huge influence. And um, so when I was in my, you know, teenage years, I wanted to be uh, a tour pro. And so I dedicated my whole life to that and um, went to school at Texas A&M and played there for four years and, uh, you know, was All-American there and played on the Team Canada at the World Amateur where we finished second. And so um, had some success in the amateur ranks and um, just kind of jumped into professional golf. So I played for the last, I guess, eight years, played on, you know, every major tour in the world from, I think, uh, seven events on the PGA Tour, played on the European Tour, Asian Tour, South African Tour, PGA Tour, Latino America, PGA Tour Canada. Um, so uh, I guess my experience and uh, playing, you know, in Q schools and, uh, you know, major championship at the U.S. Open, um, really started to understand, I guess, just observing myself and the other guys that I was playing with, what things really worked well. And, uh, you know, considering what a good career looks like, what skills are necessary to implement. So I, I've been doing mostly coaching for the last, I guess, since January. Um, I met Chris Amini, who's the co-founder at Muse, at a friend's house over Christmas. We, we hit it off instantly and felt like this was a tremendous tool for me to be able to provide um, some, of the, some of the players I was coaching. So um, that's how I got involved with Muse. And, uh, yeah. Can you give a little bit of overview then? Uh, what exactly is Muse? And then secondly, how do you use it in your coaching? Of course. Yeah, Muse is an EEG, and it's a consumer EEG, so most EEG devices are, uh, you know, tens of twenties of thousands of dollars and have only really been used in clinical setting. Um, EEG measures, uh, you know, brain waves. So um, what we're doing is we are measuring the brain waves and seeing when you're in a focused and meditative state, and then also when you're in a distracted, wandering uh, thinking state. So we use this with an algorithm um, as a tool for meditation. So if you've never meditated before, this is a great tool to teach you because it gives you real-time feedback of the activity of your mind. So um, I'll use the example. We have uh, a couple settings, but one is the rainforest. So when you're in a focused and meditative state, the rain is, you know, just gently coming down. And then when your mind gets distracted and wanders, as it does, um, then the intensity of the rain picks up. And that's just a cue to let you know where you are in that moment. Um, and then I think what's great about this tool is 
it doesn't do anything for you. It tells you where you're at, but then you make the decision how you want to train. So when I am distracted, I then bring my attention back to my breath, and uh, that cycle repeats over and over again. And that's you know essentially the practice of meditation is following your breath or a point of focus. We get distracted, and then we bring our attention back to that point of focus. So then can you talk a bit, a little bit about um, the impact that makes? So being able to kind of get your focus and improve it, how does that, what kind of impact do you see in your play and then your uh, students' play? Does it affect them, you know, over time, or how does it kind of evolve? Yeah, I mean, um, I can speak from my experience first, and then I'll speak upon some some guys that I've, you know, literally worked with just a couple weeks. So in my experience, um, the ability to focus is, you know, one of the major skills in all sports or maybe life, but specifically golf. So um, there's many things that are distracting us on the golf course, and I think that's what makes it such a great game. But uh, whether it's the course, the conditions, whether it's raining or too hot or uh, the course is really firm or it's really soft, you're playing, you're playing competitors, rules officials, there's so much going on around you while you're playing. So um, these things are important to consider. When we, and when we don't really know what's happening around us, then these things sort of take us over and we, we lose focus of what we need to do. So when we train, um, I'll use meditation. It's, it's um, mainstream now. And, I, you know, a lot of the top performers have been using this forever for literally thousands of years. But um, when we train meditation focused attention, we then uh, start to get the awareness of when we are becoming distracted. And that's huge for any athlete, um, specifically, you know, my case golf, where I can see a little more quickly when that's happening. Um, and, you know, instead of maybe losing one shot or two shots, you're able to pick that up and then refocus essentially on the target. I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to is putting the ball in the hole. So um, it helps in that respect. It also helps us when we're actually in the process of, of hitting the shot, being able to narrowly focus on the target in a way that really uh, integrates the rest of our, you know, our body and, and our club selection and all of these things. Quite often, um, I'm sorry. Go oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, there was one one college player uh, I've been working with, I guess, really for two weeks, but he was really struggling, um, had anxiety, performance anxiety, um, and he started using Muse literally two weeks ago and finished you know, in the top ten in, in his next event. Um, so I think for someone who hasn't ever really trained the mind, uh, the the effects are almost immediate um, because, like for the couple of things that I mentioned before, A, you understand when you're distracted, and then B, you're able to focus very quickly. Um, so if you take someone who's never done this sort of training before and give it to them, um, they're usually able to implement it right away, and then obviously the uh, the effects grow over time the more we practice. It's very interesting because um, it, it seems like when oftentimes you ask people about meditation, there's a little bit of a trepidation, and uh, almost universally people say, well, I'm not very good because of the fact that I can't 
you know, I'm thinking about a lot of things at once. Um, from your experience with Muse, how long did it take before you started to see, like, okay, I, I can do this, and then secondly, oh, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit of a benefit here? Yeah, I mean, my experience in meditation goes back, um, you know, 25 years. So, you know, as a kid, my uncle taught me meditation. And so it was a practice that I did. I didn't do it regularly, like a formal sitting practice. Um, which Muse encourages. Um, so I guess to answer your first question, I think meditation in, in certainly the Western world is seen as some sort of religious dogma um, and it has tradition around it. Um, that does That is like somewhat true for some traditions, but mostly all, all religions um, and, and really even take it out of the context of religion, but... Um, Many of the best, uh, most admired people in the world of all time have used uh, some form of meditation. So um, I think that's probably, you know, in, in the Western world seen as something that's somewhat woo-woo because we don't really understand what the actual practice is. But the practice itself is across all cultures for, you know, all length of time. Um, and speaking specifically about the practice of meditation, most people, you're right, feel like they can't do it. You know, it may be boring. They don't understand. They don't have time for it, things like that. And um, the, the first thing that I always tell people is that meditation is not about clearing the mind. Um, it's about practicing uh, when, when the mind becomes distracted, bringing your attention back to a point of focus. And this is happening constantly. So... Um, even I was with a Zen monk um, a couple weeks ago, and he was saying that his mind never stops thinking, ever. And he's been practicing for 25 years, but the practice is actually just recognizing that we're thinking and bringing our attention back to to what's important at this time. Um, why Muse is great is for a couple of reasons. One, because we are listening to real-time feedback, of the activity of our mind, we start to understand when we are focused and when we are distracted. And I think that's hugely important for someone who's never meditated before or doesn't have a meditation teacher. And a lot of us, you know, don't have access to that or um, not sure where to get access. So I think it's an amazing tool for, for anyone, certainly beginners, to really understand the activity that's happening in their, in their, in their mind. So, um, I, I, I think when someone starts to use it, then they, they begin to see what's happening in those sessions, and then they can begin to see what's happening, you know, when they're not practicing, when they're out in the real world, when they're, you know, either competing or uh, they're playing with their friends or they're at work. So I guess that brings us to, can you give kind of a, uh, a brief overview of exactly, uh, say, once you get a muse, what, exactly what's the first step to start, I guess, get started with it? Yeah, so muse, um, you can literally, if you've never meditated before in your life, you can get the, uh, you get the device and you download the app for free on the app store. And there is a little 
uh, booklet that comes with it. It's literally two pages. It just shows you how to pair the Bluetooth uh, part of the device with your phone. Um, for that, you literally hold down the start button for six seconds. It starts blinking. You then go to your Bluetooth setting and connect your phone that way. Um, after that, if it will take you through a complete, uh, very short but um, essential part of meditation. So it, it teaches you what the practice is and how to do it um, in probably five minutes. So I think that's the coolest thing about Muse is like meditation is very simple training, uh, but a lot of us don't know how to do it. And Muse uh, shows us how to do it in five minutes, really, just through audio. So based on your experience then with Muse, um, you know, and, and obviously your experience within golf, uh, what do you think Muse can do for, um, or, or more importantly, I guess more appropriately, in the next two, three years, where do you think Muse will go? Do you think it will be sort of a, a part of golfers, or maybe you think lead a, a push towards more awareness of, for golfers towards meditation, or maybe what would be your goal for Muse? I think the cool thing that's happening right now in the wearable space is that we're starting to see the data um, and, and you know, coaches and players are using that data for their benefit. So um, meditation and use specifically is really allowing us to have insight into mental training really for the first time, um, so certainly on a consumer level and even for, you know, the top professionals in the world. So they have access to this at any time of day. Um, you know, a lot, like I said, a lot of the best athletes in the world right now are meditating. So um, where you see, you know, as you saw Tiger Woods had this crazy fitness regime, now all golfers are in the gym working out. Um, the same will happen and is happening in mental training and meditation. So um, that trickle-down effect, I think, will just continue to spread. And um, like there's already, you know, I would, you know, over a dozen guys in the PGA Tour using Muse um, to, you know, help facilitate their meditation practice. Uh, and I think it will just continue to grow. I think this is such a like just a revolutionary tool to help people really understand where they're at and how to improve. Um, so I think over time, one thing that I see is kids are so familiar with technology and they're so integrated into it. They pick up news and it makes perfect sense for them. So I, I really see the younger generations really um, – loving this as much as, you know, kind of a, a middle-aged uh, man or woman. This has been the Chicago Golf Report podcast. Visit chicagogolfreport.com right now for exclusive discount offers, Chicago golf news, and in-depth event listings.